All right, Viking fans, I'm going to do a Tuesday morning Twitter. Let's talk about it next in three, two, one. Gather around, Skull Brothers and Sisters. This is Skull World, brought to you by Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, Dave. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook, at Skull World. Now, make sure you hit subscribe, like, and leave a comment below. If you leave a comment, I comment back, man. I want to talk with you. I want to know what you got to think. I only get better because of the things you tell me. I love it, man. Thank you for listening. I also, we started our inaugural show this morning. Not this morning, but before the Monday night game, it's a lead-in show to Monday night. We heavily talk about the the Vikings, but we do recap Sunday, and we have a lead-in to the Monday night football game. Now, that is called Under the Lights. It's me and Carson. He's at the uh, Purple, sorry, Skull Purple Podcast on Minnesota Sports Talk. Make sure you check that out. Ring the bell. That way you never miss a show. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for listening. I'm going to talk about Twitter Tuesday. Um, you know, some news, the updates come out, things to talk about. I'll elaborate. It's not all going to be about Twitter. It's going to be th- my thoughts of the upcoming game. But it'll be directly in response to some of the messages that's being put out by the media, the coaches, who knows the players. Um, and, you know, why not? It rhymes. Tuesday, it's, they all start with a T. Tuesday morning Twitter Let's go. Uh, Kevin Seifert, always good to listen to. Viking safety Harrison Smith, cleared concussion protocol and should be able to practice this week per coach Kevin O'Connell. Running back Dalvin Cook, shoulder is pretty sore but remains a possibility for Sunday. Vikings hoping to get cornerback Andrew Booth, quad back to practice. Uh, O'Connell said Cook's injury is a sublex and not something – that is new to him. It's something he's prepared to try to play with. Now, not that I'm anything like Dalvin Cook, but I had the same injury in my senior year of high school. Uh, I landed wrong. They called it a sublex, which is like a almost like it came out of the socket, and it never was the same. And every five, ten years I go in, they say there's nothing you can do for it, um, no surgery, whatever. And that's apparently the problem that he's having. He's gonna he he plays with it, he lives with it. The uh, game last year, he missed a game, came back and played played well. He had a shoulder harness to keep it stable. That's one of the things. The worst thing for me when I was uh, rebounding a basketball and I came down on someone that and it just hits it the wrong way. It's super painful, and your your arm goes numb for good for the rest of the day, if not a couple of days. So it is a very big possibility that he doesn't play in London. But what do you know? We got three good running backs right behind him. I, I have very a lot of confidence in Alexander Madison. He had that five-yard run to give us a chance to win this game against the Lions. So I feel pretty good about that. Um, Chris Tomlinson. Uh, Vikings coach Kevin O'Connell said the team will try to stay on central time or Vikings time in preparation for the game in London. O'Connell said the team has a clear-cut plan in adjusting to time change. We had a great one back when we played. Uh, uh, we we're like 0-5 and we went to play. We're either 0-4 or 0-5. I forget what it was. But when we went to play the um, 
Jeez, the Pittsburgh Steelers, a few, we, uh, you know, a while back, I think it was our first London game, and we went there and played in pra- practice the whole week and got used to the time zone. The Steelers came on Friday and played it like a regular game, and Central Time would mean that it's 3 o'clock in the morning, probably. So I'm a little confused by we're going to stay in Central Time because Central Time would be like, hey, we're going to play an NFL game at 3 o'clock in the morning. It's 9 o'clock there, but, you know, six. I think it's six hours difference maybe. Maybe seven. I don't know. Daylight savings time, but I think it's six hours difference if you're in Central Time Zone, if you're in London. So, hey, something's got to – that doesn't sound right. Uh, Kevin O'Connell. I hope they figure that out. I hope we go there and I'll talk a little bit about more of the game, but I hope we go there get that figured out because we had a good plan way back when, um, you know, with, I think it was either Childress was our coach, uh, but Hey, we won that game. Even though it was one of those games where they had a chance to win it, we stopped them, uh, you know, in the red zone, we won the game. Uh, O'Connell said Justin Jefferson had eight or nine snaps in the game where he didn't see some variation of double team. Thought the Lions planned to be physical with him and said the Vikings will continue to find ways to get him the ball. Yes, apparently. And I haven't had the All-22 tape come out yet uh, to take a look at it. That's one of the things I want to see what they did to Justin Jefferson. That is going to be the game plan every week. we got to figure out, uh, get him open. Uh, he is going to be a main reason why we are good this year or we fail this year is if he is a part of this team. He can't always be a, you know, a decoy. I wanted him to be at times, but geez, not the whole game, right? But hey, it worked out at the end. It worked out at the end, right? KJ Osborne was wide ass open. We win the game, but hey, hopefully that, yeah, Justin Jefferson, we get it figured out for him because he is entertaining to watch. He's a big part of the league. The NFL wants that guy to succeed. I guarantee you. Uh, Thomason elaborates more on Devin Cook. Missed a game last year with similar injury. Now Vikings hoping to get him back early from sublex shoulders. Suffered Sunday versus Lions. Kevin O'Connell said he's day-to-day. Harrison Smith concussion is in line to play Sunday versus the Saints. Awesome. You know, hey, Metellus played great, though, man. I feel good. And one of my f- earlier videos this offseason was I I reviewed the safety position, and I said I was like the third deepest behind running back and receiver. Safety was our deepest position group. Love him. Love our safety group. Even Dorn on the, you know, our fourth. Uh, yeah, it was our fourth safety is good and should and should play in this league, man. It, if Harrison moves on, we're in good. Harrison Smith moves on, we are in good hands, my friends. It's good to have that many good safeties on this team. Bynum made a heck of disrupted a play, didn't get the tackle, actually whiffed on it, but he he made the running back on a fourth and one have to sidestep him, which left Daniel Hunter beat a block, makes a tackle. We stop them. They don't score. They don't run any more time with the clock. Gives us a chance to win. A lot of good things happen uh, with our safeties in this last game. Um, here's some more stuff. Uh, the car went. Oh, just a just a heads up. Miles Garrett, defensive end, uh, was in a single car crash after practice. Uh, this by the time you're listening to this, this was the day before. He and a passenger sustained non-life threatening injuries 
and were transport, transported to a nearby hospital. Car went off the side of the road and flipped several times before coming to rest. And again, Miles Garrett sustained minor injuries, so that was a miracle that he didn't get hurt more than he did. Uh, Kevin Seifert again, fountain of information. This guy, uh, left tackle Christian Derisaw, spoke to reporters today. He has taken a, and again, this would have been on a Monday. He has taken a notable step from rookie season and a blocking the run particularly well. He ranks number four in the NFL in ESPN's run block win rate metric, 84.7%. Uh, with that said, Mark Seifert said, or Kevin Seifert says, I hope people are also play, paying attention to what Vikings right tackle Brian O'Neill is doing. He currently has the NFL's best plat, pass block win rate. 96.6% based on ESPN's formula. Aiden Hutchinson found out how good he is. Not taking anything from Derisaw, just deservedly adding O'Neal to the discussion. We got two tackles, and we're going to be good for the next five to ten years, guys. I believe it. Let's do it. Let me get on the next thing. Uh, Rick Sosa from the Purple Code. In the sixth best center in the NFL per PFF, is Garrett Bradbury, guys. Great Garrett Bradbury is having a better season. Give him some props. Don't write this guy off yet. He's trying to make a case for himself. It's a contract year. We need a center. We, if he's going to step up and be that guy, let him be that guy. Root for the guy. I know I was hard on him, man. I called him a traffic cone uh, based on the way he played last year, based on the way he was playing in practice. But, hey, he's doing good this year so far. Let's hope he keeps it up. We have, I mean, Kirk Cousins is not hitting the ground, man. And you're not seeing um, Bradbury sitting in his lap every play. We did have a, a little bit of a struggle that first game early on. But, hey, since it's calmed down, we withstand the, the storm at times against the Eagles. We withstood it. Against the Lions, we frustrated a really good pass rusher. A couple young pass rushers with the Lions. So far, it's looking good, guys. Glad to see it. Can't hate on a... Can't always hate on a guy. Got to give him some credit. Score North, uh, Christian Derrissaw was an absolute beast for the Minnesota Vikings. Offensive line against the Detroit Lions per per pro football focus. Derisaw versus the Lions had a 89.9 PFF grade. That's half a point away from being considered elite in their book. 88.4% pass blocking, and he says he's got to improve on it. He says he's got to improve. If he improves on that, we're talking, I don't know what we're talking, man, but it's looking good. Derisaw, an 86.7 run blocking. So both of those above 85, awesome. Ben Gosling, O'Connell said Justin Jefferson had eight or nine snaps in the game. No, this is redundant. Um, some variation of a double team. Thought of the Lions' plan to be physical. Yeah, we copied. We did that already. Um, again, stay in central time. Again, here's a recap. This is from Minnesota Vikings. Dalvin Cook is day-to-day with the shoulder injury. Andrew Brew Jr. will hopefully get some work in this week. Harrison Smith should be... A go for the London London game at the Saints. Will Raggett from SI.com. I love this guy. He's so fair. He's a good writer. Um, it's the type of content I like to hear. I don't like to hear a bunch of hate 
this guy just specific these this is the real deal this is what i'm talking about will raggett's love him uh the saints have a lot of talent but they also have banged up turnover prone quarterback and rank 30th in offense epa per play um this season the bears have completed 23 passes in three games so he's talking about the next two games we're playing the saints are banged up or the quarterbacks banged up they're prone to prone to mistakes prone to mistakes guys their defense is good but their offense is just prone to mistakes they showed it in this last game they they didn't score and then they had to wait till like the fourth quarter to get 14 points on the board and then we play the Bears. We have, have completed only 23 passes in three games. What the hell? Uh, <laughs> the Vikings have a real opportunity to be 4-1 when they head to Miami in week six. That's according to Will Riots. Um, Robert Mays. I honestly don't know who this is, but he's got a check mark. Some recent movement from uh, some decent movement from the Vikings O-line. Minnesota had a 70.8% rushing success rate on Sunday, according to True Media Sports, and led the league at 54.1% on the season. And lead the league at 54.1% on the season. That I had wrong. I said on my live show earlier that that was league average, but they actually lead the league with 54. Um, That's awesome, man. If that's a good percentage, that's a good percentage. If it's leading the league, it's got to be a good one. Better than the other guys. Better than the other 31 teams. So, yeah, I have said I have contradicted everybody who says Kirk Cousins needs everything to be perfect. What I have said is that I just want it to be average. And right now, in many cases, our offensive line is well above average, if not very good. So let's go, man. It's a, that's good to hear. Our offensive line has been a big winner so far this year. I know it looked like we, we didn't do well against Philly, but considering how much pressure they brought, it wasn't too bad, man. We abandoned the run, but we came back in this last game and we ran the ball and we ran it well. Even if Cook is out, we know Alexander Maskin can do the job. And King Ken a, or... Uh, High Chandler, man, can step up. It seems like we're not into playing too many rookies right now, so that's a little difficult. But hey, let's you know, let's give shout outs to where they're due. Our linebackers played well, our safeties played well. Sure, um, you know, Patrick Peterson at times played well, broke up a couple important passes. Um, I think Dantzler, st- you know bounced back the second half because he was really taking a beating that first uh, first quarter. So there's some th- there's some things that we turned it around. Now the biggest thing is is we came back from two two score deficits. We came back twice, man. We brought it to with we tied it up and then crazy. I don't know what Connell was thinking, but he decides to try to drive down the field with 28 seconds left. We get a PI penalty, boom. One more play, boom. We're in field goal range, 14 seconds left. It was like that Dallas play last year, except a Lions guy, KJ hands it to Bradbury. Lions guy swats it out of Bradbury's hands. No penalty called. We would have had unsportsmanlike or unsportsmanlike conduct play there and get 15 more yards most likely, I think, on that play. 
and the clock stopped. We would have had a or an untimed down to kick a field goal. We would have been closer on a penalty, whether or not it was a delay game penalty or unsportsmanlike. It could have been either, and I think it would have been unsportsmanlike. Because and then we'd have been 15 yards closer. We'd had 17. We could have been in there 17, 14 and a half. That didn't happen. And then we came out flat the second half, and it took a amazing comeback by a couple big-time defensive stops, a missed field goal, and, and daggers by Kirk Cousins. And a hell of a run by Alexander Madison, five yards. I am taking that win. I know I was excited after that last game. I was going Purple Hulk on you. But, hey, man, I think... I think uh, we're going to come around, man. I think we're going to get this get together. Kevin O'Connell says, hey, we're still in the infancy stage of this offense being adapted. I know maybe we're a little slower to adapt from other teams right now, but, you know, defenses have had a pretty good game plan on us. But, hey, we were able to overcome it, make up for some shots in the foot like a fumble by um, – by the by, the chef himself, Dalvin Cook, that could have ended the game on us. But no, the only guys that didn't think that they were going to lose that game, who didn't think the game was over, was the Minnesota Vikings. That's it. There'll be more to come this week as things develop. Um, we're playing in London. It's going to be early. You know, have breakfast, enjoy a Vikings game, and then have the rest of the day to celebrate. This was Twitter morning. This is Tuesday morning Twitter. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Make sure you hit subscribe, like, and leave a comment. Um, hit Ring the bell so you don't miss my live shows that will be coming up. I'm starting to go live, man. Hey, come join me. It's a fan-driven show. I want to hear what you got to say. We talk back, guys. We we bring, it, we bring it back to you. We want you on the show. We bring listeners on. Let's do this. This is Minnesota Sports Talk. Skull Vikings. Cue the music. <laughs> Thank you, Viking fans, for listening. Make sure you catch my other episodes. Also, make sure you subscribe, like, and leave a comment below. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Skull Vikes.